Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Low Key Podcast. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's organic, rich, and creamy with flavors like honey, hazelnut, vanilla, and chocolate. If you have a sweet tooth, try their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. So check out Justin's today and get a tasty treat. Now with further ado, the Purple People Feeder. Shane and Angie. It's nice, it's easy, it's low key. Let's get this started. Hey guys, and welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I am here with the Purple People Feeder. <laughs> kind of a tongue tie. The owners, Shanji. <laughs> not not Bradgelina, but Shane and Angie. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. How are you? I am awesome. Not too bad. I'm so excited you guys are on the Low Key Podcast. Um, can you tell us what the Purple People Feeder is? Alright, Purple People Feeder. I mean, it's a big purple truck and we're the People Feeder. Uh, we've owned it for a little over a year. We do uh, signature sandwiches, gourmet burgers, breakfast, and we also have some unique seafood. Uh, we owned a restaurant where we were from for about eight years, so, I mean, we've been cooking with love for years. We carried a lot of our recipes from the restaurant onto the food truck. So it's a big variety, which is not the average food truck. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot more on our menu and reasonably priced, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, like she said, got out of the restaurant business and bought a food truck. Uh, don't know if we're crazy for that, but uh, it is a big purple truck. And it's kind of a story behind the name of the truck. We had two or three other names originally. Okay. We wanted to stay with the purple. Uh, actually, our restaurant was called the Steel Grill. So when we first got out of the restaurant, my wife was actually running the truck and I was working another job. And so it was called Angie's Steel Grilling. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of tied it to our restaurant. We were in our hometown and trying to keep, keep people familiar with what we were doing. When we moved here, you know, everybody always asks us, why didn't you paint the truck? Why, why leave it purple? You can't miss a big purple truck. You don't miss the big purple. (laughs) No. It kind of sticks out. And so we we were having to file for new sales tax and different stuff here in Oklahoma and and decided that we were going to, of course, change the name because people weren't familiar with our restaurant that we had in our hometown. So uh, I think we named it Freestyle Street Eats. Got all the paperwork done. Got all the graphics ready to be done. And uh, a family member of mine was sitting at the table eating dinner with us one night, and he says, why don't you call it the Purple People Feeder? I was like, dang it! Months of straining my brain, and that is awesome. Yeah, we, <laughs> we had originally thought about Purple People Eater, you know, which everybody knows the song, One-Eyed, One-Horn, mm-hmm. Flying Purple People Eater. Uh, but it was trademarked. 
So we kind of had put that in the back of our minds. And then, like she said, I think there was many nights that she woke up in the middle of the night and said, how about we call it this? (laughs) And then after months of racking our brain and, and even, you know, a year later, we, we still haven't really come up with a name. And then my cousin's just eating dinner and he just says, purple people feeder. And we were like, duh, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes so much sense and it's catchy. So that's what we do. Cool. I like it. Can you tell us a little bit about like the journey of the beginning in Texas to to now like being established with the food truck? You guys are newer, correct? Yeah, yeah. we've only uh, been in business in Oklahoma a couple months. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about that journey of coming to here oh and from God, Texas? That is a, that is summed up in one year. As a lot has gone on. That um, we come from a little town in Texas uh, named Graham. Uh, population less than 10,000. Uh, opening the food truck, we were the second food truck in town. Uh, opened right before Christmas last year. Nice. Uh, hard season to start a food truck. Very cold and being new, and people are not quite hip to food trucks in Ground, Texas. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, we got a call from God and and we decided to answer that call, and we didn't know what it meant for the food truck. Mm-hmm. But we brought it down here with us, and originally when we set up here, uh, I took another job. Because getting all the permits and certifications in Oklahoma is a lot more expensive here yeah. than it was in Texas. But uh, last couple months, we had just doing researching and hitting the streets and putting my name out there. And, and we've actually been getting quite a good response yeah there's so many food trucks in Oklahoma opposed to where we're from it's a whole different world I like it I love all the events I love people are just hip to it people see food trucks and are like oh we're gonna go try that and I love it here the story actually uh, you know really goes back further than just a year ago we uh, like Angie had said earlier we have been in the restaurant business. I actually grew up in the restaurant business. My parents owned a restaurant uh, when I was, well, from the time I was junior high on through my early 20s. And uh, so I grew up from the age of 13 or so working in the restaurant, pretty much every aspect of the restaurant. And although we we weren't together, Angie on the other side of, of where she was growing up was working as a server or a hostess or something in a restaurant, uh, mm-hmm. some type of service, uh, hospitality job. Uh, so when we had moved back to Graham after we had met and, and we, we met in Abilene, Texas, but we moved back to Graham and we decided to open our own restaurant. So we, we had a restaurant that we, that we, we had a, uh, what word am I looking for? Uh, our business was great. We, you know, we, we, we made it in the restaurant business. We started having kids and our time was tied up. We couldn't go to soccer games on Saturday. We couldn't go. I couldn't help coach baseball or anything because we were in that restaurant. We had employees. We had all these bills and, and we're kind of tied down to it. So we kind of had a, uh, I would say, a dream maybe several years before we ever closed the restaurant down. I had a dream. She, <laughs> she Martin Luther King did. Martin Luther King did come up. 
we kind of had, she had a dream that this is what she wanted to do. And to, and to be completely honest, after working in the restaurant together 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I know we weren't there 24 hours, but you, you understand it. it. Uh, mm-hmm. We we really wanted to be apart. So so the so the original uh, reasoning behind the food truck was was for her. She had some girlfriends of hers that had worked for us, and that you know that that's why we originally named it Angie Steel Grilling and. You know, they were going to get in the truck and they were going to run the truck and I was going to take another job and we were going to kind of separate our our time. Hmm. And uh, God said, no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> thought, we thought that's what we needed. We thought, you know, we, we've been working together and it's hard. It's it's hard to work in a full size restaurant where you have a dining room, a, a kitchen, a dish room and, and areas to get away from each other, much less work in a little, you know, 12 foot by three or four foot wide area in a food truck but so long story short we we flew to El Paso we found the truck that we wanted we ended up flying to El Paso and getting it Angie took off working in it and uh, Mm -hmm. I I was working another job running another kitchen at at a steakhouse there in our hometown and like she said God said no you don't that's that's not the way that's not what what the plan is so Mm -hmm. uh, we ended up right back in the food truck together uh, a little bit before we, probably a month or two before we decided that we had a calling to come to Rama hmm. to come here and go to school. Uh, we're going to school to be missionaries. We're not sure that's exactly where God's going to have us when it's all said and done. we got a couple years of school left to do. so. But like I said, long story short, we ended up right back in the food truck together, uh, which has actually been easier than dealing with employees, and we've kind of actually got along a little, little better. But a lot of better. A lot of better compared to the the high stress of the of an actual restaurant business, and yeah, we've been able to. I was able to coach flag football this year for the first time uh, for both of my kids. Uh, she was able to actually go to games. Hmm. Uh, it's 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 been quite a uh, like she she was explaining earlier. It's been quite a journey to come from Texas to here, but uh, it's what we love to do. Uh, she is a people person. I'm not so much the people person. <laughs> I, I love people. Don't get me wrong. I am going to school to be a missionary or a pastor, so I I, I do love people. I, I just I'm not so much with dealing with the public in 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 as much as far as the food goes. I'm, I'm yeah. a cook. You call me a chef. I don't know. I, n- I never had any formal training, but uh, formally she, Nana, Mama, formally, and yeah, Aunt trained. Yeah, so I mean, if your Mama and your Nanny can't teach you something, great, then you can't learn. Right, right. Everybody <laughs> always asks me, says, "Where did you learn how to cook?" Well, when my parents owned a restaurant. It was my mom, like she just said, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, my great-grandma, they ran the kitchen. Hmm. And so I tell everybody, you know, if you can't learn how to cook from those four women, you, you shouldn't be in the kitchen. Yeah. But on the service end, on the service end, uh, she is phenomenal with people. And I'll let her kind of tell you what, what, what a part about it that she enjoys the most and... 
And, uh, I have a heart for servitude. Maybe that plays a, a bigger picture in my life or future, but I, I've always loved working in the public. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why I just love it. I love serving people. Yeah. And that's what I do. I serve people at work and at home. <laughs> <laughs> she's very animated. She's very... Uh, She's just very good with people. No matter what we're doing in the in the restaurant that we own and the restaurants that she's worked in, she took a job at Rib Crib here when we first moved to Oklahoma. We we didn't have the truck going and we needed some income, and so she took a job. And I mean, she's just she's good with people. She makes money hmm. waiting tables, serving people. It doesn't really matter what she's doing. She can pretty much do it all. And and since she met me. <laughs> because when we first met, I think the only thing she knew how to cook was spaghetti and chicken and dumplings. That was that was it. And she pretty much lived on Taco Bell and Taco Good Bell burritos dumpling. and maybe some Taco Bueno in between there. Never cooked. <laughs> but uh, over the last fifteen years, this year, fifteen, we years. will. Uh, I will have finally uh-huh. got her trained on how to cook uh-huh. in the kitchen. <laughs> I can serve it and cook it. She, nice. she can. She can. She can cook anything that's on our menu, and she can do. She can do more than what I can do because she can handle the serving end. I can handle it. I can deal with people. I can take orders. I can take money. That's that's not you know. It's just not something I enjoy doing, and I'm not near as good at it. And hmm. they much rather look at her face than mine. So. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Like, what's the story between <laughs> you guys meeting? Is this a family podcast? No. We actually <laughs> met in a club. I was working there. He came in, and I think love didn't spark. Other things sparked. But eventually, you know, <laughs> it developed into some love. Well, you know, 15, well, in May, it'll be 15 years. So, that, you know, that's a long time not for something to be sparking. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. We... We did. We met. We met in a, a different time in our life where both mm-hmm. of us were uh, wild, wild and young, Dumb. and and caught up in wild and young stuff. But fortunately, my wife here was ready to be done with the wild and young, even though I wasn't ready to be done with the wild and young, and I had to make a choice. And she said, "Either you're done with the wild and young, or you're done with me." So I. Struggled to be done with the wild, <laughs> <laughs> but we we uh, we have two beautiful kids uh, out of the situation. Uh, Alexis is will be ten this year, and Caden will be eight in June. Uh, we've we just you know it just we lo- we love what we do. That's mm-hmm. that's part of. Uh, the reason why that I that I personally think that our, our food is so good, I mean, of course, we're partial to what we do, so hmm. we believe in what we do. We did have, I, I like I said earlier, I did grow up in a restaurant, and then we owned a restaurant, so we did have the uh, prior experience that a lot of food truck owners don't get. They yeah. A lot of the food truck owners out there today, they either come from a corporate job and just were tired of the high-pressure, high-power stuff, or... You know, the retirees that decided this is what they want to do or, you know, just lots of different situations to where they get into it. And uh, they may think they enjoy cooking or, 
you know, yeah. enjoy serving people or whatever, but don't have mm-hmm. any of the background experience that we, we were able to bring to the table, which in my opinion, put us, you know, light years in front of some of those people, because mm-hmm. if you can do it in a restaurant, you can do it in the truck. And we were able to, uh, uh, oh man, I keep thinking, losing the words that I want to say. We were able to kind of, we, we had a menu, we had items that we were able to experiment and try over the years that, you know, and kind of know what sells and what doesn't sell and, mm-hmm. and what's the best options to go with. But I think the, uh, the main thing that, in, in my opinion, I, I don't, I, and I, I would say that she would agree, she could answer for herself, is, is that we just, we love what we do. So when people come up to eat, you know, they, they get her... Uh, you know, smiling and happy and excited, you know, that, you know, that sandwich will change your life and just the, you know, the whole, and it's not a sales pitch. She believes what she's saying. She's not trying to sell you the most expensive sandwich, although it is the Bayou chicken and shrimp <laughs> is the most expensive sandwich, in it, but it, you know, it's the best. It, it costs more. It's got seafood on it, but she's, it's not a sales pitch. She believes in what she's doing and and she's very good at it and and mm-hmm. and we just believe that uh you put love into the food and and uh, it just makes it better i mean i think what do you think that's right <laughs> boy you're short-winded today <laughs> you gotta do some talking i can't do all the talking uh but also with the also with the food truck, we also uh, try to and, and and we're in the process of and it's it's a it's a growing process. We're getting established here in Oklahoma, but we want to use the food truck as a ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, every chance we get, every place that we're at, every uh, you know we go to Field sixty six and I see you know homeless people or street people walking by Field sixty six. I'll get out of the truck and run out there and. Invite them over to feed them. Uh, every people that we see that we can we can feed, uh, you know, where God didn't bless us with a lot of money, He's, He didn't make us rich. Yeah. He did bless us with a lot of opportunity, and uh, we just we try to use that opportunity as much as we can. So I would like to put that out there that anybody in the homeless community or or, or street community or just struggling. You know, you don't even have to be homeless if you're just struggling uh, and you want to bring your family to eat or, uh, you know, you're looking for the next meal or, or whatever the deal is. If, if you do see the big purple truck with the purple monster on it that, hmm. you know, just come up and, and tell us about your situation, you know. Don't, yeah. You don't even necessarily have to tell us about your situation. If, you know, if you just come up and say, hey, I'm hungry, I'd like to eat, hmm. you know, we're going to feed you. We we that food means nothing compared to the uh, the ability to bless somebody's life or or even that I, I enjoy the chances that I get to actually I'm kind of like you uh, Matt was telling me earlier that he enjoys the stories behind people's lives and that's kind of why he he does the podcast and it has a lot to do with why we do what we do I enjoy talking to the people and yeah. and being able to. Uh, speak into their life and you never really realize what a hot meal and a smile and a and a and an open ear 
to a little bit of your story and, and maybe mm-hmm. a few words of encouragement may do to somebody's life. So yeah, we, uh, we try to do that and we're, we're eventually going to, uh, you know, try to work with some of the missions here, like John three sixteen mission and different places here in Tulsa that already do that stuff. And, uh, there's a group with our, with Life Church that has nightlife under the bridge. Yeah. Where they go down and they uh, they give them haircuts and they wash their feet and they hand out clothes and and we're going to eventually uh, pair up with them to you know take the truck down there when they do those events they do them every Thursday night and and be able to feed them I mean they do feed them they they take soup or something down there but. We're going to feed them eventually. That's really cool. That's a really, that's a really encouraging mindset to have um, and inspiring. Um, <clears throat> what, what makes you passionate about what you do and what motivates you to do like the food truck or just any, anything, 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 anything else with the food truck? So that's passionate about food you know number one is we're foodies yeah we like good food we don't go out and party and and you know we don't have expensive toys that we play on we enjoy food so if we go somewhere food is like a basis of our time and enjoyment and it's always there it's ever present you can change someone's life through food you know we base our family gatherings there's food there church gathering and there's food there. I mean, food is just right in the, it's the core of it. I love it. I love to cook it. And I really love when I cook it and sell it and people come back and say, that was amazing. I love that. I, I, I agree 100% with what she said. I think part of the, the motivation for myself is, uh, I, and I, I could be wrong. I, I don't feel like that I I can't play the guitar. I can't draw a stick figure and make yeah. it look right. You know, so I'm not an artist. I'm not a, a, a musically inclined. Uh, I have a little bit of athletic ability that I think in my own mind anyways. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, one of the gifts God gave me was, was the ability to cook. And not just cook, but create menu items and, and create different stuff. And that's kind of uh, a... Uh, artistic uh, release that that I have in my life so it's right. well you know a lot of food trucks you know not not minimizing other food trucks but there's a lot out there that buy the frozen and, the, and they're just getting it out fast that is not our goal we make all our sauces everything is fresh we don't have frozen patties I mean we really we put so much love and effort into our food because we love it and I don't want to go to a food truck that has a frozen patty and you know some ready-made sauce from the store I mean I want some love and that's what we do we make everything in the truck so we're selling love for a low price we we have a huge menu which most 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 food trucks that we've come across and we're, we're friends with some of the trucks here that we've met and and a, a lot of them you know they have different ideas of of what to do and and there's some trucks here that have some amazing food and some amazing ideas some of it's kind of crazy to me different crazy stuff but i'm sure some of the stuff we do is crazy to them but uh you know a lot of what we get is they only have a couple items 
Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that goes back to what I said earlier about owning the restaurant and being in this business and this kind of being our life before the food truck. We're not, I, I don't want to say those people are scared, but we're not, uh, we're not worried about, you know, uh, cook time and prep time and, 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 uh, one thing that we're able to do is, is take a group of ingredients that, you know, people look at our menu and go, man, your menu's so huge. How do you get all that stuff on that truck? And how do you, you know, arrange for all the menu items? Uh, from being in the restaurant business, we, we understand that you can take a, a, a core group of ingredients, you know, 20 ingredients, just mm-hmm. hypothetically, and make so many different items out of that core ingredients, you know, so many different sandwiches, so many different burgers. And while it looks like you have this huge menu with all this huge stuff, in, in reality, you have... Uh, just a bunch of different items using the same things, different ideas using the same things. The question you ask is what motivates us. Uh, another area in my, in what motivates me is, is back to what we talked about earlier about being here to go to school to be a missionary. It's on our hearts, my heart, my wife's heart, my, my family's heart. And she, she made it a point to say that food is kind of the, the basis of, of a basic necessity that everybody mm-hmm. has to have. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a gathering point for people uh, with family and friends and, and even acquaintances. And, and so food is such a, such a big important part of our lives physically uh, and, and emotionally, spiritually. I mean, it kind of ties into everything. So... We just have it on our heart to, to, to go to another country, to, to feed people that doesn't, don't, don't have near the opportunities that we have here. Hmm. And uh, we just happen to be in the restaurant business and, and be in the, in the food truck business. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah. It's been a training field for us. Uh, now we're here going to school to receive some spiritual training and some biblical training and some cross-cultural training so that when we do get to where we're going you know all of those things fall into place and Mm -hmm. as far as feeding people we will know how to cook (laughs) we may have to learn how to cook different ingredient stuff in a different country and and, you know and, and that's kind of another aspect to to what we're trying to do you know uh we like Angie said, that we, we love food. We're foodies everywhere we go. You think we'd be 500 pounds because we eat food all the time. We're, we want, we're the people that instead of going to Red Lobster or Chili's or Texas Roadhouse or one of the franchise name brand restaurants, we'll get and try to find a, a mom and pop small mm-hmm. you know, uh, business that, that nobody really knows about, that, you know, those are usually the places that, that the people, uh, I'm not saying that Red Lobster and Chili's and them don't put a lot of love in their food, but th- that is a system restaurant. It's built on a system and they all do the same thing and everything's made the same and the recipes are the same. And when you go to a place where uh, the people, it's not a multi-million dollar corporation yeah. and it's not a huge deal where, where it's just a, a guy and his wife or 
or two brothers or two sisters or, or whatever the situation may be or a family restaurant passed down they they tend to put a little bit more love in what they do and yeah. and be a little bit more creative and and uh, because it is it's a livelihood uh, you know it's it's a rough business it's it's very hard to uh, to sustain yourself it's a what we call a feast or famine type business mm-hmm. you're either getting your butt kicked or you're twiddling your thumbs yeah. nobody wants you till you're busy yeah nobody wants you till you're busy or nobody wants you till you're ready to take a day off <laughs> then they're calling saying hey where are y'all set up today or and uh so we you know we can't emphasize enough that like, like we've already said we we love what we do we put a lot of love into our food uh, we love the people that we deal with uh, hmm. we we love having repeat customers that we we uh, kind of get to know their story or know what they do for a living or or my wife is real famous for she doesn't know people's names a whole lot, but they can walk up and she can tell you what they order. Yeah. Or she can say, when we were in the restaurant, she could say sweet tea, Dr. Pepper, Diet Coke. Uh, I'm horrible with names, but I tell you what, you repeat my truck, I guarantee you I know what you're drinking, I know what you're eating. She doesn't like the bells because that's the sweet pineapple tea lady. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just it's it's a wonderful life. We 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 enjoy it a whole lot, and uh, we're we're able to uh, take our kids to work with us sometimes. I know that sounds mm. crazy, but uh, we're here in Oklahoma. We don't we don't have family here. We don't have uh, a babysitter daycare type system set up. So a lot of times, if we have to work in the evenings or, or wherever we're at, they go with us. It's a package deal. It's it's a package deal. That's right. And my my son is is very uh, apt to. He wants to be in there cooking. He wants to put his hands on stuff. We have to kind of pull Stop the touching pull the reins back on him. <laughs> he'll he'll say, Dad, I just want to watch what you're doing. And then as soon as I put the spatulas down and go to do something else, and I got stuff cooking on the grill, he wants to flip the burgers and. He wants to chop stuff up, and that's really cool. And so it's a, it's a family deal. My daughter, she likes to eat the food. <laughs> she she does like to help. She she doesn't get so much caught up in helping in the food truck as as much as she likes to help mom in the kitchen at home. Or she hmm. does like to stand in the window and write letters she, to customers and thank you notes. Yes, she that's does. Really and give cool. them receipts saying love you. Yes, yeah, she, she's my lover. She loves to deal with people she uh, it's you know a cliche but uh he he kind of took after me and she she took after him or her and uh hmm. you know she my daughter lo- like she said loves dealing with people she she likes being in the window she likes greeting people she she'll take a she'll go through a whole guest checkbook luckily we have boxes of them but she'll go through a whole guest checkbook and she'll draw a picture with a little phrase, you know, God loves you or, you know, have a wonderful day or something like that. And she likes to give those out to customers after they get their food or, mm-hmm. and she would take orders if we would let her, you know. We did a concession stand for baseball and she did take orders there. She's, she's a people person too. She's a, she's our little drama 
I don't want to say drama queen because that <laughs> has a negative connotation because she's not a drama queen, but drama in the sense of she's very sensitive, sensitive, and she's very uh, like a little ham, I guess is what they would call her. What if she's very? Uh, oh, I can't think of what word I'm thinking about with her face. She makes all these face animated. She, she's mm-hmm. she is a spitting image of. Her I don't mother. know where she got that either. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. I really, I really enjoy hearing like the personal touch and the hard work you guys put in, and how big of a family orientated place. Those are those are the really cool places that I enjoy to go to and make me feel very welcome. Um, what, what, what are some special items or fan favorites on your truck, or what would you feel are fan favorites? I'm like this is right up my alley right here. People always ask, you know, because we have a really big menu, and a lot of things you're like, what is cordon sauce? What is gator salsa? Our best seller is the bayou. It's uh, panko breaded grilled chicken. It's got shrimp, onions, bells, provolone cheese, and then a spicy homemade sauce. That okay. right there is the one I tell people it's a life changer. It's amazing. It's the best sandwich. Uh, one of my favorite sandwiches is the cordon bleu. It's panko breaded grilled chicken and has ham, Swiss cheese, and our homemade cordon sauce. Oh man, that uh, sounds fantastic. I tell people I can't tell you what the cordon sauce is or I have to kill you. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a homemade mayonnaise zesty sauce. Hmm. I use it as a salad dressing. It's amazing. Love the sauce. Uh, and you can't go wrong with the Gouda burger. That's probably my favorite. It's a half pound beef patty and it has sauteed onions, grilled ham. Gouda cheese, which is like a smoky cheese. It's amazing. Yeah. And our homemade twisted barbecue. Ooh. It's a barbecue with a twist. Now, of course, we make the barbecue, so it's not, you know, Baby Ray's barbecue with a twist. It's yeah. our barbecue with a twist. It's got a little bit of heat to it, but I'm a weenie, so that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> but those are probably the best sellers. Uh, neck and neck. I, I one more burger is probably right neck and neck with that Gouda. is the bacon jam burger. I love that. That's what I had that, last time, yeah. I hate making that bacon jam because it is a pain in my butt and it takes hours, but people love it. Yeah. I don't like bacon, but I like the bacon jam. Yeah, there's there's when I had it last time, there was something like I don't that sauce was just fantastic. It's the bacon. See, believe it or not, there's no sauce on it. It is bacon jam, which is it's a little bit solid, but when you put it on that heat, it kind of caramelizes. Yes, she did say bacon jam. <laughs> I do write that on the board. I say bacon jam burger, and yes, I said bacon jam. Mm. And we we actually pickle our own onions, and it has pickled onions on it and provolone oh. cheese. We make everything that is on that truck. We make one of our burgers has uh, candy jalapenos on. We mm. make those candy jalapenos, which this round was hot. Everything. Everything's handmade except the ketchup and the mayonnaise. And we tried ketchup, <laughs> and the ketchup came we out. We tried weird. making our own ketchup, and it, <laughs> you can't go wrong with Hunts or, or whatever, or Heinz or whatever brand yeah. that, that you use. Of course, those are basically you know ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. Uh, we use as basis, you know, for for the different stuff that we use. We don't make those at home, of course. Uh, I wish we could. That would mean everything was made at home. Or not, or on the truck, or homemade. But uh, we, like she said, we make all the sauces, we make all the seasonings, we hand cut the the curly fries and curly sweet potato fries. Pain in the butt. 
but they're really good. We hand patty the patties. We hand bread the chicken. Mm. Uh, we make a Schonerbach beer batter uh, that we make some wow. Schonerbach shrimp and that sounds fantastic. Tacos. I don't like beer batter anything. I don't like the flavor of it. But the beer battered shrimp, it does not taste like beer. It's got so much flavor. I love it. it mm. That and we make our own breading for the catfish. Uh, I don't know if I've met anybody that tried our catfish that didn't come back and be like, that is amazing catfish. It's mm. very clean fish, and we cut it and make sure there's no belly or any gut. That belly and gut gives it a dirt flavor, which, I mean, I guess some people might like. I don't like being, so we clean it up really Being good. from Texas, you have to have good catfish. I don't, that's right. I don't necessarily, I, I suppose that's an Oklahoma thing too because we, we have a lot of people ask for catfish, but one of the big things that we sold at our restaurant was catfish. Mm. Uh, so we kind of had to bring that along on the truck. It's it's a little messy to, to bread, and, and we only have one fryer, so it's kind of a little bit time-consuming, but we do have a lot of people ask for it. and. Like she said, most people that eat it come back. In fact, we we set up at the Empire Bar, which is a soccer sports bar, and, and the owner, Kyla, she gets a couple orders of catfish every time we're there to take to her mom. She helps take care of her mom. I'm, I'm not exactly sure on the situation there, but I don't know if she gets out of the house too much. And mm-hmm. So she'll take her the catfish, and I'm like, man, it... You know, are you going to refry it or, you know, she's like, no, she eats it cold. That's how good it is, which, you know, I pat myself on the back. <laughs> we also, we also do one thing Angie didn't mention. We also do a, a homemade black bean burger. And people, a lot of people downgrade it like, oh, veggie burger. I tell you what, we make the black beans ourselves. We season them probably more than anybody else. That burger is a bad mamma jamma. My kids like that burger. It is, I think, a little, I undersell it. I don't know why I do that, but anybody that's ever tried that lightning burger was like, that's amazing. Yes, we're, we actually called Kyla today to find out about the, the BCS National Championship game that's going on in college football and to decide whether we wanted to set up there tonight or not, if she thought they were going to be busy. And, once we made the decision that we are going to be there, I could I couldn't see her, but I could feel her on the other end of the phone doing the happy dance because she told Angie, "I get a veggie burger, and my mom gets some catfish." So you know she orders that every time we're there, and uh, it's it's really neat to to see like like Angie was saying when people come back mm-hmm. and and they they order the same thing, you know. It, it aggravates me a little bit because I'm like, man, we got so much on the menu, you know, order something else. There's, yeah. There's all these, you know, this is good and this is good and we want you to try everything. But, you know, people are, people are people and they find something they like and it's just like me. I go to certain restaurants, I go to Cheddar's, I get the beer batter shrimp because I like their shrimp. They got a huge menu. I don't even look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, some people kind of get set in their ways and, and order what they like, and that and that's that's fine as long as they like it and they come back and talk about it. Uh, it's wonderful. They, we, we do get a lot of good feedback and uh, very little negative. Praise the Lord. We're not going to please everybody. Yeah. We, once again, being in the restaurant business, as long as we've been in it, we understand that, so it doesn't mm-hmm. bother us as much if we... You know, of course, we want to make everybody happy, and we, 
uh, you know, if, if there's a problem with your food or, or if there's an issue or if you don't like it or it's, you know, it's too spicy or something, you know, we're very open to just saying, hey, you know, this is the problem I had or this is, you know, and we'll, we'll give you your money back or yeah, feed you something spicy, else. Or, do not order the Inferno Burger. Oh. Just saying. We, yeah, we, we have a, an Inferno burger and also the kind of the sister sandwich to that would be a, a our Red Rooster, a Raging Red Rooster chicken okay. sandwich. Uh, they both basically have the same uh, Inferno sauce on them. And it's another sauce that we make uh, homemade. And oh, it's hot. It's very hot. In fact, you know, no exaggeration at all. It's... When, when I make the burger and it's got grilled onions and grilled jalapenos and it's got pepper jack cheese, so you know, just those uh, ingredients alone would make it somewhat spicy. But the Inferno sauce is so hot, no exaggeration at all, that I put it on the burger, which is on the grill, and I'm still getting the bun ready and trying to get everything kind of uh, put together where I can get it off the grill and get it over to her. Yeah. And just the the sauce dripping onto the hot grill, it begins to cook on the grill. The mm-hmm. sauce that's dripping off, and it is literally like you set off a mace can in our truck. It will take your breath away. Oh my It'll gosh! Clear your it sinuses will, right out. We cleared out. <laughs> it will make your eyes water. You may not be you able to breathe, but you'll be cleared out. Kind of coughing. Yeah. And even so much as to we've had people standing at the window ordering food or waiting on food Going. as as I'm cooking an inferno burger and, yeah. and start coughing themselves from the fumes that are coming out of there. Jeez. It is ridiculously hot. It probably is not good for people's intestines. It's so hot. It's good for your heart. I have had people and it's something I love to do. it's kind of my honorary side of of what we do, but we have had people that come up and when they order the Inferno Burger or the Red Raging Red Rooster Sandwich, Angie always tells them, hey. You like it hot? You like it crazy hot? Like extremely hot. And they say, oh yeah, I love hot food. And she's like, no, wait a minute. You got to understand that this is a disclaimer. Almost, We almost need people to sign a waiver for ordering, <laughs> for ordering this, this burger. But I've, I've had people come up and say, hey, you can't make it too hot for me. And that's like a personal challenge because you yeah. know, we put uh, the, the pickled jalapenos on it, you know, that, that like you get on nachos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course they're grilled. So they're, they're warm, but they're not as hot as, a, as you would slicing fresh jalapenos. Yeah. But we do have fresh jalapenos on the truck. So, you know, somebody comes up and says, hey, you can't make it hot enough. And I kind of take that as a personal challenge, and I'm a little ornery, and you know, I kind of get the little <laughs> evil grin on my face, and I'm like, okay. So of course they get fresh jalapenos on theirs, and they get twice the sauce that I would normally put on a burger. And I've maybe in the ten years that we've been in the restaurant business, I've had maybe a handful, very few people come back after that and say, ah, it was okay, it wasn't too hot. Most people come back and... <laughs> I was crying, you know, but I ate it and I couldn't feel my tongue. I need more water, I need more <laughs> tea, you got something to drink, can we, can we order something else to get the, the fire out of my mouth? So uh, That's a disclaimer, so when you order that and you say, 
I like it hot. It's probably not going to be hot enough. Then, you know, game on. Don't challenge the cook. <laughs> it's a lesson learned. If, if my wife tells you that it's hot and it's extremely hot, take her word for it because it is. And, you know, we, we deal with a lot of people. We, we set up at bars a lot. And so we get people to come out there. They've had a few drinks and, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they got a little buzz on. So, they, you know, they, they're around their friends or whatever the case is. And they'll be the ones that say, ah, you can't make it too hot. And, you know, you, uh, you will learn a lesson very quick. <laughs> Good to know. I will not do Good that. Know, Matt, don't order the Inferno burger. Yeah. Or um, if you do, you know, be cool about it and say, yes, I like it hot, but, you know, take it easy on the sauce. Or, you know, since I've already heard this podcast and I've already heard Shane and Angie tell me how hot it is, you know, I, I want some spice, but, you know, cut it down. And everything we do, that's another thing. Everything we do is to order. So, uh, our time is it, it may be a little bit longer than a normal food truck, it, and okay. it's it's still usually not anything horrible, unless we're just really really slammed. But there's there's a pretty much nothing on our truck that you walk up that's already done. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not dipping out pork or brisket or, or 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 you know making tacos out of the stuff that we've already got done. We do. Uh, cook up some when we're about to serve or whatever we will cook up some burgers ahead of time and hold them in some broth you know get them partially done and and finish them when the order comes and cook up a little chicken ahead of time Uh, but as far as anything else on the menu or anything that you order it's it's all done when you order it so if you walk up to the menu and it's got onions and bell peppers on it and you don't want the onions and bell peppers or it's got jalapenos or the sauce or whatever the case is, there's no reason to not, you know, just order it exactly, to order something different because you don't like the ingredients that are on one item. Because uh-huh. we don't judge, okay? We if don't you want judge. a regular cheeseburger, Shane doesn't like to, but he'll cook it. I will cook you a plain cheeseburger <laughs> and I will make fun of you from the truck. just a little or if you come up and order one of our signature items and you say I want this but I don't want this and I don't want this and I don't want that I will heckle you a little bit about man that's that's not even the same sandwich you know you're 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 not even ordering a bayou you're ordering a chicken and and shrimp sandwich or whatever the deal is but uh, we do like I said make everything to order so feel free to you know cut or or add or or subtract, or divide, multiply, whatever you want. Hmm. We don't have any double meat burgers on our menu, but we will do double meat. I do have to say, though, when you ask me to cut your burgers into threes... How do you do it? <laughs> I've never I, heard of that. It hurt my brain. I finally had to say I cut it into fourths, and y'all are going to have to three those fourths. I don't know. <laughs> that that hurts. was a challenge. <laughs> we did have a lady come up that had three kids. And she wanted the cheeseburger cut in three ways. That hurt my brain. I'm not really good at that. And she called me over there and said, how do you cut this in three ways? And I said... Well, I guess I could have cut it in burger sticks, but that would have been weird. I don't know. Yeah, the only way would be strips, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, you cut a burger in half, then you have two halves. Well, that just came to me. What do you do? Yeah, strips just came to you. We didn't even (laughs) think about it at that time, but that would have been kind of funny to cut it in strips. But Here, eat your burger strip. We do get some... That's interesting. Odd, <laughs> odd uh, request sometimes. Split the meat. Will you cut that patty in half after you cook it and put cheese on the inside of it? No. 
Because <laughs> that is weird. Hmm. People are different. People yeah. want what they want. You know, I've had people come up and look at the whole menu, and we got all these wonderful items and all this stuff that we put all this time into creating. And you know, like I said, we love what we do. And hmm. like Angie said, they'll come up and say, "Look, I just want a plain cheeseburger, plain and dry." I don't want no mayonnaise and mustard. I don't want no vegetables. Yeah. You know, we're just like... To each their own. Okay, I'll fix you a plain cheeseburger. But also, I'd like to add that on top of seeing stuff on the menu and maybe wanting to cut stuff or whatever, uh, you know, people should feel free to ask if there's certain things we can do or, or if we can fix certain things. We've had parents come up with kids that... They want grilled cheese. Yeah, you know, we got bread and we got cheese. We got we four, five, cheese. six different kinds of cheeses, and we got Texas toast. And and you know, the one thing that while we're on that subject, the one thing that we don't have a whole lot on our menu, you know, we don't really have a kids menu. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, we have items from breakfast all the way to you know, yeah. there's stuff for the kids to eat. But you know, we will do a grilled cheese, or you know, we will just, you know do some plain bread, stuff. Yeah, we'll bread on chicken nuggets in there yeah we can make them we've had that before we 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 do the panko breaded chicken that's what we use for our sandwiches and our different stuff and they'll be like well all my kid eat is chicken nuggets well i'll make it look like chicken nuggets you know (laughs) they'll like it they'll they'll eat it they won't know the difference and uh, you know we do omelets and we do different stuff for breakfast we can always improvise yeah always Oh oh my kid just wants scrambled eggs and cheese you know okay you know or they just want hash browns or uh, french fries I and mean, we we pretty much uh pretty open from the experience of being in the restaurant we're pretty open to be able to say if i have the ingredients i will make it for you unless you're vegan and i've had a lot of people ask about that black bean burger and it is not vegan mm-hmm. there's eggs, it eggs in it yes. eggs no That's vegans the, i'm sorry the binder it's vegetarian, just not vegan. Are <laughs> <laughs> eggs considered vegetarian? I don't. I think it might depend on the vegetarian. Depends I don't know. On some vegetarians exactly how do eat eggs, yeah. and some do not. Yeah. I think a vegan is like no. No dairy, no anything. No cheese, yeah. No, oh. no dairy, no meat. So. That's some discipline. But yeah. yes, that's the only thing you really can't reach. Yeah. You can have a biscuit, maybe. No. Can't. Yep. You got a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, you know, we've pretty much explained everything. We Angie does put our our schedule on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Okay. Uh, we, you know, to find out where we're at because we're at different places. We're at Cityplex Towers on Fridays, as, as many Fridays as they'll rotate us in. At least a couple Fridays a month. Usually we're there. Uh, we frequent the Empire Bar on Peoria, the, the first shop on, on 3rd Street. I think it's 3rd Street downtown, 3rd or 4th Street. We do go to the Dead Armadillo Brewery also. Dead Armadillo <laughs> Brewery. And, uh, of course, we'll, we're, we, we do catering. Uh, we do special, special events. events. Business if, luncheons. Yeah, yeah, pretty much anything that uh, that you have in mind uh, that we can, we can do, even if it's not something that we regularly cook on the truck. I mean, we yeah. do, we can do barbecue, we can do Mexican food, we can do fajitas, we can, 
you know, so, you know, you have a wedding and you go out and want burgers at my wedding, but I, I do love your food and I, I would like for you to come out. I like your truck or whatever the deal is. You know, we're, you know, once again, we've been in this business a long time. There's pretty much nothing that we can't cook. Yeah. I don't want to say nothing because <laughs> I don't do sushi and there is, I take that statement back. There is a lot of things that we can't cook that I don't know how to cook, but yeah. they're all fancy stuff that, you know, all the basics we can pretty much accommodate people for and and uh like we said we love what we do we, we appreciate being able to be on the podcast we appreciate matt yeah here with us interviewing us or more or less listening to me talk <laughs> that's the whole point that's the whole point it's your story I, I think yeah that's what a podcast is this is our first podcast yeah. first time to ever be yeah interviewed uh, i think we've been in the newspaper once at at home where they kind of ask us some questions of course that was all printed in the yeah. picture but well now you'll be on iTunes <laughs> yeah, you'll be on iTunes <laughs> come see us come eat with us yeah any special requests we'll do it and like we said earlier in any of the people out there that are struggling you know come come to the truck mm. we will feed you yeah I promise you you know you heard it here we will feed you just come and and tell us what's going on you know yeah uh, be up front, be on, even if you don't want to share, you know, all the details because some people are embarrassed about, you know, hey, I don't have m- money to feed my kids today or whatever the deal is, you know, just, just come up and let us know that you're hungry yeah. and, uh, and we will feed you. That's, that's, and we, and we will feed you every time that we see you and every time that you see the truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people worry about people taking advantage of that, but you know, God, God has his way of handling those things. And, yeah. We just we just bless people with what he blesses us with, and uh, that's just part of what we what we want to do. So mm. it's not a problem at all. Please come eat with us. Yeah. And if you have money, we will take your money. <laughs> we we are trying to feed our own kids also. You know, but they like to eat too. We 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 will feed people. Yeah. And we will feed Matt when he yeah. comes to the truck because. He come and interviewed us today. I think I probably owe him a meal at least. So. Okay. <laughs> he said, yeah, I have that. I'm, I'm okay with that, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for being on. Um, and I like your story. And I think it's an awesome story. And I hope people come and see you and eat your food. And Thanks. don't challenge you with the <laughs> inferno. <laughs> so thank you for being on. And... Um, Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. See you guys later. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. And thanks again for listening to the Low Key Podcast. Go subscribe to us on iTunes. Go check out what we're doing and giving away on Instagram. And go go like us on Facebook. Um, Go check out our website as well. Want to thank the Purple People Feeder, Shane and Angie. food truck for being on the low-key podcast go check them out go follow them on instagram go like their facebook and just go see them around empire so thanks for listening again thanks for subscribing and always keep it nice easy and low-key thanks guys